Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we have a very special guest, the young and very talented Kate Moyer. Kate, thank you for being here with us. How you doing? I am wonderful. I'm so excited to be on here. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> to talk to you, because I'll tell you what, Kate, in your career, you have done so many horror flicks, and I gotta <laughs> ask you straight off the bat, are you a fan of horror or are these just the roles that have come to you so far? I'm not a fan of horror personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's different when you're in the movies because you understand what's going to happen and you, you kind of know the whole premise. It can be a little scary, um, but usually you know what's happening. But if I don't really know what's going to happen, I really don't like that. So. <laughs> you know what? You're not alone. A lot of the guests that I've had that have done horror I would say the majority of them are not real big horror fans. And luckily it's not a requirement because you have made some pretty awesome horror movies. Now, let's go back to some of your earliest memories. Did you always want to perform or was it something that, you know, as you got older, you wanted to try out? So when I was about four years old, I did dance competitively. Uh, and I did that for about seven years. And while I was doing that, I did like some theater things, like over the summer, I would do like a play. Uh, and I always loved performing, like being on stage. And I just thought that was such a fun thing to do. And my parents knew this friend who had their, their um, son was into acting. And my parents thought that would be a really good idea for me since I was performing. Uh, and we found an acting coach and everything just kind of fell into place from there. You consider yourself to be very lucky at 13 to have gotten the roles that you have gotten so far? I do, honestly. Um, I'm really, it's just like really surreal sometimes to think about all the stuff that I've done. And I don't know, it's sometimes it's like it didn't really happen. I mean, your first film uh, that you've been credited with is this big mega blockbuster film called It that we've all kind of heard about. Uh, it's a small role, but still, when you got on that set and you're in this big production, big film budget movie set, were you nervous? Uh, how did you approach it? I, so it was like my third thing I had done. It was a super small part. It was one scene uh, with like Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and it was really scary because I knew what it was before. And I know it's like this Stephen King movie and I know it's really scary. Um, and it was a really big set and you could see the props, like you could see like the sewer area. And I was like, oh, okay, a little creepy. Um, and then when I finally met him, like Bill, he was in like this whole, his whole clown got, get up and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I can do this. And it was really fun anyways, but it was a little scary. It was okay. <laughs> Okay, but Bill in costume when you're not shooting, he's he's okay. I mean, even though he's, he's a great guy. <laughs> okay, I, I can imagine uh, if I was him and I was playing the demon clown, I might have some fun with the younger folks. But I'm glad he took it yeah. easy on you guys. <laughs> As you're getting older now, what are some of the important lessons that you are learning about entertainment industry, in particular film and television? Some of the important lessons, I mean, when I first started out acting, like very, very beginning, I was probably the shyest kid you could ever meet. I was like one of those kids who would like hide behind their parents and would only give like one word answers. Uh, so um, confidence is a really important thing for me. 
um, because it just lets me be able to be creative and be able to get into the headspaces of these characters. Um, There are also a lot of lessons, like trusting yourself, or there are really great things that I have like little secret inside things about sets um, that I could tell to like beginner people who don't really know what's happening. And I think as you grow in the industry and get more experience, you'll definitely learn all these things. Uh huh. Absolutely. Now, last year you started your teenage years. Now, of course, uh, I mean, I've got three teenagers of my own. You want to hang out with your friends and enjoy stuff that teenagers do. Uh, in regards to your career, uh, do you not want to miss out on these years in your life because you're never going to get them back and yet, but still also focus on your career. And is that, a? it must be a tough thing to balance for a 13 year old, right? It is sometimes because sometimes like if I have lots of auditions going on and like, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, uh, I'll like miss hanging out with my friends or if I'm going away for three months or two weeks or however long it is and I'm missing my friends at school, it gets a little hard. Um, But I really do consider myself extremely lucky to be able to do this because I know not a lot of people are able to. Mm -hmm. So I really do want to continue to do acting as I grow older. But yeah, I guess sometimes I would be a little yeah. Friends, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand that. So even though you still have plenty of time to figure it out, you, right now you have a pretty clear idea that acting is what you want to do moving forward in your life. Yes, uh, it definitely is. Um, but something I re- just recently figured out would I think would help um, in the future or what I want to do is possibly open like a school to teach younger, younger or like beginner kids or young adults, like how to act and how to know all these secret inside tips from somebody who's done this for a long time and teach them and have like these exercises where it makes it easier. And I could help them like find agents so they don't have to go through some of the hard things I had to go through and make it just so much easier. Cause I know that would make the experience so much better. That is so great that at this point you're thinking about already helping out other people. I think that's awesome. Would you say your parents have been super supportive uh, from the moment, you know, you wanted to get into acting? You said they knew of a friend that sort of helped you get into business. Uh, Are they still like very supportive of you and what you want to do with your life? A hundred percent. My parents are always super supportive of me. They're always pushing me to try my hardest and they're always constantly helping me with whatever I have to do, whether it be lines or filming things. Uh, My mom always goes with me on set. Uh, She always is like there with me when I'm traveling. So definitely my parents are like my number one supporters. And they must be so proud. I can only imagine how proud they are. Now you starred in the uh, prequel of Children of the Corn you are actually one of the main stars now the movie has not yet been released wide i believe back at the end of uh october of 2020 it was released to a couple of theaters in florida but the movie has not been released we know that it is a, a prequel before i ask you the first question when you booked the role did you go back and watch the 1984 children of the corn i I'm, I'm just saying, I didn't. <laughs> I did watch scenes uh, that my parents told me to watch, like the really creepy parts. And uh, 
the parts that I was supposed to like kind of relate to. Uh, I did read Lord of the Flies because okay. the hmm. No, so that's that's Lord of the Flies is a pretty good yeah. analogy to Children of the Corn. It is Kurt Wimmer, Wimmer the director. Um, he said that it would. It's a lot like the story is a lot like that, like the almost like the cult classic kind of thing. And I definitely read that, and it helped to understand kind of what the movie was based on or like inspired by. Okay, that's that makes perfect sense. And I just thought, I mean, you've been in It and Children of the Corn, two Stephen King novels, very successful novels. <laughs> How do you feel about that? It's a little crazy because my dad is a really big horror fan. <laughs> he watches horror movies just like casually. He'll go downstairs to watch like a thousand of them. Um, and he, he really likes Stephen King books too. And he's always telling me about them. And it was really cool to hear about these Stephen King books that I was actually like acting in in person. It's really weird, but it's fun. I can imagine. Now you play the role of Eden Edwards in mm -hmm. Children of the Corn. You are sort of the pack leader of the kids. Now this is also a prequel. So I'm really, I can't wait to see this movie because I want to see how they did it. I've, I saw the original like in the late eighties and I'm really curious how they do this as a prequel to what happened in the 80s. So you play this pack leader of these kids in this movie uh, without obviously giving away anything. How would you describe Eden to the viewers? Eden is very a very passionate person. She knows what she wants and what she believes in. She's definitely a leader. Um, <laughs> she... She always wants to stand up for what she believes in, or like an activist, as you would call it. Mm -hmm. um, so she has had a very like difficult life. She's like 11 years old. Uh, and in her short, short life, she's had a very like difficult time. Uh, and she doesn't like the way she and some other kids are being treated in the town. And they gather together and they try and rid of all these issues. <laughs> Get rid of the adults. Maybe. <laughs> um, so you know, tell us about the audition process. This is a this is a very highly anticipated film. Well, before we get to that, is it frustrating for you that this movie, which you probably shot back in two thousand nineteen or early twenty twenty, uh, pre COVID, I'm assuming, has not been released yet? Is that frustrating for you? not knowing when it's going to come out? I honestly, I don't think it matters as long as it does come out. Um, I know post-production does take time and I really hope that it does turn out well because I know the more time you take, the more care is put into it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm hoping is happening. I don't know too much yet. Okay. Uh, but we did film it in like early 2020, like March, like COVID just started happening. Oh, just before the <laughs> shutdown. Yeah, so we tried to figure out a way to make it easy to film, but we basically just bubbled together. Uh, but it was actually, it wasn't as bad then because we didn't really have to mask or do COVID tests, but it was still, there were still its challenges. Absolutely. Now, again, without giving anything away, would you classify this prequel more in the bloody gory type of a movie or is it more of a psychological character storytelling type movie? I think it's both. Okay. Because there's a lot of like suspense 
and things you really have to pay attention to. Um, but there is a relative amount of gore. <laughs> and how did you feel working with the whole, uh, the other kids, the, the, the adults, the, um, and the, the director, Kurt, how were they, uh, how were they all on the set and working with them? Well, working with the kids is really fun because I mean, they're kids and we didn't really have anybody else to hang out with. So we all got super close. We still like were in contact with each other now. Um, but we were in like the same hotel. We'd always hang out. All the adults were really great. I loved working with them. Everybody, honestly, on that set, like the cast, the crew, everybody was so amazing. And we all just grew like super close because we were hanging out all the time anyway. <laughs> that, that is so cool. Uh now, when you auditioned and you booked a role, how rigorous was the audition process? Uh, how many callbacks did you have to do? Now, since this was sort of when COVID was starting, was it a taped audition or did you go in person? So I originally auditioned back in November of 2019. And it was a self-tape because back, I mean, it, the COVID wasn't really a thing. Mm -hmm. So you could still do in person and call or <laughs> self-tapes yeah uh and then i got a call back in december and then january uh january of um 2020 uh my dad and i went to new york and we did an in-person audition with kurt wimmer and we did like some improv and we talked about the character and i booked the role a couple weeks later and did you know right away that uh, your character was sort of going to be like the pack leader? Did you know all about Eden when you when you did book the role? I I think I did. I mean, it was untitled when I first like read the script, so I didn't exactly know what it was going to be. But I knew this girl was like a really strong girl because she has a lot of these like strong lines where she's like standing up for what she believes in and she's like proving other people wrong. So I think that definitely helped oh. understand. So neither you nor your dad knew that this was going to be a Children of the Corn film. Not until like the second or third one. <laughs> so wow, wow. I'm, a, I'm and him being a big fan. I'm sure he was really excited. Uh, <laughs> now on that set, on the Children of the Corn set, working with all the other kids, and how did Kurt handle like with you in particular? Was he very hands-on? Did he allow you some creative freedom? Or was he very, I don't want to use the word strict, but very clear on his direction? Kurt, honestly, he would come up to me every day and we'd have, like, we'd talk about what the scene was about and what it meant to Eden. Uh, but he honestly let me do whatever way I wanted it to do. I, I He would rewrite the character the way that I played it so it was more me than it was like written on the page okay. which i thought was really, really cool now i know a, a lot of parents know that teenagers you know think adults are always wrong did, did you sort of draw on any kind of real life inspiration when it <laughs> came to interacting with the uh adult characters in the film no I think it was just really fun to be able to boss adults around. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. Yeah, it was fun. I just, it was like walking around and it's like you own the place and pff, that's like the funnest thing ever. So. <laughs> now, where I first saw you was in 2018's Our House. Okay. okay. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon it by accident. 
it is available on AMC Plus for people to watch. And the movie, its primary marketing has been word of mouth. And before we continue, if you don't mind, I'd like to play the trailer so people can watch it. Is that okay? Alrighty. Let's watch the trailer, guys. This is a, our house. Here we go. Alright, and check this out. Hopefully this will get a lot more people to watch it. Let's do, Let's this. do this. Imagine, Imagine a world where your phone, phone never, never dies, dies or, or appliances, appliances come without, without plugs. plugs. We have, we have wireless. wireless. Internet, Internet, so, so why, why not wireless, wireless, wireless electricity? electricity? Shit, it's going to be happening. Just give, give it a second. Hello? Hello? You got a call from home. It was an accident. I tried to crash, crash, right in front of my dad. dad. <laughs> you guys got him up, up okay? okay? It's been it's rough, been rough, but quick, quick, quick. Right, 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 right. Does it work? work? I think it I does, think does work. work. Just, just not on light bulbs. bulbs. bathtub scene tell us about that bathtub scene and you trying to hold your breath underwater <laughs> so i think like half the day was dedicated to just do that scene because there was a lot of like special effects so we had a so that bathroom it in the movie it looks so creepy and it's like huge and there's like it's so empty and it's just like me and i'm like eh. Um, but in reality my mom was like right beside me and there's like a stunt coordinator and there's like a thousand people in that room um and i had to hold my eyes open underwater but they'd also put like a tray over my head like a plastic tray and then yeah. they put water in it and somebody would just do this and it looked like i'm like drowning it was really cool so our house is a super scary movie after you do that <laughs> kind of movie and this was a good almost four years ago uh have you ever watched it i did uh there's some parts i just threw this because i <laughs> still don't like scary stuff but most of it i I, I know who the people are and I know it's going to happen. Sometimes, like I said before, the music or like lighting makes it a lot scarier. Yeah. But it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, no, I, I might not be able to watch this. And my mom said the same thing. So, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's a great movie. Again, it's on AMC Plus for anybody who hasn't watched it. The premise is your parents get into an accident and your older brother who you do a lot of, you know, uh, your scenes with. Your older brother is Thomas Mann. And he's basically in charge now of taking care of you and your other older brother. 
and he created this device as people saw in the trailer and of course having lost your parents you guys think you are communicating with your parents and then well you discover that it's something a lot more dark and sinister now when you get a role for a horror movie and as you're reading through your lines uh, do you get creeped out just by reading the script? Because, you know, it's like reading a horror novel, even though it's a, it's a movie script. Does it creep you out at all? I, my parents, actually, so <laughs> when I got the role, I was actually eight. It's, we filmed it in 2016. Wow. So there's a lot of stuff that I didn't read, but my parents told me about it. And just listening to it, I was like, oh, okay. This could be a little scary to do, but I think it'll be fun. But sometimes when I am reading like auditions that are like creepier, um, it's sometimes it's the lines, but sometimes it's just descriptions mm -hmm. in between the lines talking about like what's happening or what this person is doing that kind of freaks me out. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> now you've done some television work as well. You've done mostly films, but you've done, you know, you, you were in The Handmaid's Tale uh for you at 13 what would you say is the biggest difference between working on tv and film working on tv and film i would say hmm, tv usually lasts longer depending on if there's different seasons or the episodes are like hours long movies is like i mean it's it can go longer if it's like a really like two hour movie long two yeah, two hour movie long. Um, or there's like prequels and sequels. But I, I would maybe say it can get a little confusing because of all the episodes yeah. in TV shows, other than like the main storyline in movies. Uh, do you, I mean, do you prefer movies over TV? I actually really like doing TV shows. Oh, that's interesting. I really like seeing, uh, like, if my character has like a lot of character development over however many seasons or episodes there are. And I think that's just a really cool thing to be able to perform. Um, but I also like to, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't know why it's different. I think it's just a really fun thing to be able to do and like be able to watch and like. Absolutely. I mean, uh, that's, that's great. Uh, since you, you have all this experience now, when you walk onto a set, are you totally relaxed and you, you know, feel confident because you mentioned confidence earlier do you feel like you have that self-confidence now when you walk onto a new set uh usually i'm like a bit nervous but it's like excited nervous so there's like a little bit of like oh i'm so excited um but usually i know what's going on because now i know all like the terms and i know what people actually mean when they want me to go places and i know usually like what the routine is going to be so yeah i guess you could say i go there with a little bit of confidence <laughs> Up to date, up to, you know, so far, uh, which project that you've worked on would you say you've had the most fun on? That's a really tough decision to make. Because <laughs> uh, I think almost, I mean, everything. It just depends sometimes because if it's a really small part, I'm not really there for very long. So there's not, I don't get to make um, too many connections with people. Mm -hmm. But like if I'm there for longer, like if I do like a really long TV show, then I, I usually have a lot more fun because I'm with people that I know and they're like my friends. Um, but I honestly would say all of them. <laughs> now, if you had to pick moving forward in your career, uh, 
what would you prefer like the one character that you know long time from now as you're looking back on your long career what is the one kind of character that you absolutely definitely 100 percent want to play before your career ends is it a superhero is it mm. like this heavy drama do you comedy we know you're great in horror but do you want to expand uh your horizons and what is the one thing that you really want to do i really like doing comedic things uh so i did this show called holly hobby mm -hmm. uh and my entire character heather um is literally just the most sarcastic person you've ever met and i always think that's so much fun to do so i would say like a really comedic and sarcastic character yeah like a modern day type mean girls type of thing yes uh now, when it comes to school, have you been lucky when you've been filming, especially films, they have a finite start and end time that they've been done when school's out or when you're doing something while school's in session? How does that work out? So when you're doing schooling on set, we have tutors. Um, usually, if there wasn't a pandemic, um, they'd be with you in person and you wouldn't be doing everything online, like on your computer. Mm -hmm. But now because of the pandemic, you can do like Zoom calls or you can like message them back and forth. But usually because now there's Google Classroom, it's really helpful because you can stay in touch with your teachers. Um, but usually on set, so you can do, uh, it depends. Because until you turn 18, you always have to tutor on set. Yeah. So you can do a minimum, I think, of two hours every day, but you can also bank hours so that when you're on set, like you, yeah. it's however long you're on set, you're taking up schooling hours. So you have to bank them up so you don't take up yeah. all of them. Yeah, there are a lot yeah. of laws in place to make sure that you guys get your education. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kate, this has been fascinating. You have a bright future ahead of you. You are very yeah. talented. And just thank you so much for coming on here and sharing some of your stories. Before we go, uh, is there something that you're currently working on or about to start working on that we should know about? Or that not you can currently, share? Not currently. Uh, not currently. Um, some things are coming out. Holly Hobby season three is coming out. Nice. Um, but nothing new, but hopefully soon. Yes, <laughs> yes, hopefully very, very soon. Kate, thank you so much. Are there any uh, Final thoughts you want to share with your fans before we go? Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want to thank again our guest, Kate Moyer, who uh, joined us tonight. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, on behalf of Kate and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.